Hello, hello. Welcome to Connecting Christ. What's up? Happy Sunday. What's up, guys? Hello, man. What's going on? So excited to be back. Back in action. It's July 26th. Rocking and rolling. Life is good. Life is beautiful. So thankful yep. to be here with Joel. Joel Taika. Hello, guys. The Joel Taika. There you go. You got it right. In the flesh. In the flesh. So, um, yeah, I've, you know, just so many blessings to be thankful for. So much to be grateful for. And uh, I'm just enjoying life. How about yourself, Joel? What's, what's new? What's the latest? Today, well, I get the news last night. One of my friends from Georgia, I met this guy like, right, like six years ago. I will keep in. Uh, we talking each other every like once in a while, but every time we talk, he got so many desires, so many uh, histories he shared with me. And unfortunately, he passed. Uh, he passed away last. Uh, he passed away. Uh, uh, I find out last night he passed away uh, two days ago. That's terrible. All right. Uh, the reason he was. Uh, his name is William, and uh, William Johnson. And what happens, like, uh, he used to live in, in, here in South Florida, in, in, in Opaloka. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh... Your video went off, by the way. My video went off? There it is. So, he, he used to live in Opaloka, and he always got this concern about sexuality, about... Uh, about being black he was a, a a huge black dude very huge and he was homosexual he was gay but i found you know thanks to thanks to him i i find out uh more about lgbt more about gay you know things like that and and, and support 100 percent it's his decision to choose and uh, her sister uh, uh, told me yet last night that I uh, he committed suicide oh, because uh, I don't know how hard is George at the moment and he can kill himself because he was a struggle with the, the black matters the black thing because he's black and also he was a struggle because he was homosexual he was gay and her sister told me uh, his, uh, his sister told me yesterday. And that's nice. Uh, thank you for calling. He he's dead. Uh, we found his room. He committed suicide, and uh, and he always struggled with the issue in Georgia because he never struggled the issue here in Miami because Miami is more open. You know, mm -hmm. it's like okay, it's fine. They're not having no more no more like those profiles. But over there in Georgia, I think it's a lot a lot a lot, a lot of racist profiles. Imagine he's black and he's gay. And, uh, and it really shocked me because he was a really humble person, really, very, very, very nice person. He was a. Uh, when I met this guy, he was really good. He was one of my customers. All right, and then he he become like a friend. Hey, what's up? Which is I got a lot, a lot of relations on my Facebook. I got a lot of friends. And hey, what's up, man? What you doing? You gonna do party? Hey, so. I remember, like, uh, he used to do those crazy parties in his house. 
And uh, I went twice, but nothing, no offense, nothing like forward. It's like regular people, it's like regular, it's normal party, you know. And uh, I met, I met a, lot of, a lot of actually uh, girlfriends from him, like a lot of friends. And uh, and uh, I'm not surprised how how this thing is affecting people so much. The color of your skin and the and the the choose that you prefer to be gay or no. You know what I mean? Sexual preference, yeah. Sexual sexual preference. So and, and I posted today in, in in my Facebook, I say that doesn't matter. We lead the scene, we look the scene, colors don't wanna change who you are and the, the sexual you are you like guys, you like guys, you like women, you like women. With it. It's nothing wrong. It's be open mind. I said, but I guess it's a lot of people with crazy mentality, a stupid mentality that they don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. Yeah, that's the only. Everything was so far good this week for me. Excellent. Mm-hmm. But the only the news, man, is like it's kind of chuck because it's, uh, I can imagine he committed that. I think he he wasn't able. I mean, he, he was young. He was like 37, 38. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. That's the only thing I got to share with you, man. It's too bad. I feel really bad. Life is uh, life is beautiful. You know what I mean, and uh, it's something to be enjoyed. We only get one opportunity. You know what I mean. We only get so much time, and it's like, if time is your most precious commodity, you know what I mean. Then you don't wanna, you don't wanna give that up. Uh, I tell anybody. Change your circumstances, you know what I mean? If, you, if you're not happy in Georgia, move to Taiwan. Move to no, South America. He, he just moved here. to Georgia to help with her, uh, his mom. His mm-hmm. mom was sick because his mom is from Georgia. Mm-hmm. And now he was helping his mom. He he, had, he used to work for uh, for uh, Jackson Memorial as, as a nurse. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, male nurse, I think. Yeah. And uh, and the thing like, it's hard, man. It is, it is hard. I can imagine it's a lot of kids out there. It's a lot of young people. It's a lot of people that they struggle because of that. And he got two struggles. He, uh, his sister told me yesterday, he struggled to be in black and he struggled to be in gay. Yeah. He can be himself. Well, what, what's wrong with that? That's what that's what I'm saying again, and I'll go back to it. Is if you're not happy where you're at, go somewhere else, try it out. Yeah, it's a big world. It's a lot of different cultures. It's a lot of different places. And until you've tried every place, <laughs> then you can give up. But unless you've tried every place, they're so different. Um, I'm sure many places would celebrate him just who he is. You know what I mean? And that's what you want. That's the place you want to find. So, prayers for him and his family. And, you know, I just wish him the best. And, you know, hope you rest in peace. And rest know, in he's peace, with brother. the Father now. And happy, happy who he is. Yeah. What about you? How about you, week? So, um, we talked last time we were on about... I said I had passed this homeless guy that asked me for 50 cents. And um, I ended up passing him again. And we talked about God. And he was a believer, great guy, super nice. He introduced me to his friends. Uh, I've been helping him out. Um, 
I donated clothes and money and you know things that they asked for and we've been hanging out it's been great uh god is amazing um one thing that's a challenge in trying to help homeless people is that like a couple of them expressed that they had interest in going to the gym so i was you know trying to take them to the gym with me but they didn't show up you know what i mean so i understand it's hard uh you know you got to look at it from their perspective they don't have phones you know so they can't call they don't have alarm clocks that they can set on their phone they don't have a power outlet to charge it so it's just a lot of challenges that i'm gonna try to help them overcome and i'm enjoying helping them and they're great people i they make me smile and they bring me joy and they have great stories um and so, I, you know, I feel blessed that I have more friends, but at the same time, it's like, you know, for me, I'm so regimented that, you know, I want to make step by step. I want to, I want to improve so fast. And sometimes, it, you know, life doesn't go like that. So I have to be patient. I have to be patient. And especially like homeless people, a lot of them have messed up in the past or you know, like being on time isn't their thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're really going to help somebody, you have to let go of it. You know what I mean? And that's something I just realized thinking about it. I'm like, all right, you know, even if they don't show up a hundred times, maybe they'll show up on the hundred first time. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I can just keep inviting them. You know what I mean? Just keep inviting them. Keep trying. And... I think that's all I can do on my end, you know what I mean? Just try to help and, you know, keep trying to push towards, like, a a positive lifestyle. I know, like, I asked them what they wanted, and they said a beer, right? And a lot of people would think, like, oh, you know, don't support drinking habit, whatever. But I was looking at it from his perspective, and he's like, listen, I have nothing to do. I'm here all day. And a beer just, you know, kind of helps the time go away. makes me feel a little better. They're in the hot sun. It's summer in Miami. And um, I understand. I understand completely. And they all wanted to work. They're all seeking work. Um, and they have, like, little situations that affected their work that it sucks. I mean, um, something to add to what you say is, like, well, I got a guy that before used to say like, oh, homeless people, oh, they are so lazy, they are so nasty. And I told him, hey, they don't choose to be homeless. They made them homeless. Because one thing is to be choose, I'm talking about my own experience. One thing to be choose and one thing is like they make you. The spirit is where you lose the job. They kick you out from the place that you live. Imagine that. Uh, you don't have no work to go. What are you gonna do? All right. And to come up, and to come up is kind of hard because people is gonna, is gonna always gonna looking at you. Now that's one part. What about those people who be incarcerated, be in prison, in jail, or maybe stupid mistakes they make? Because when you go jail, sometimes I think you see people like you have a felony, like battery or sometimes they, they're robbing a car or stupid mistakes and it's already in the record mm-hmm. but when they get out it's in the record oh you've been jail i cannot give you a job yeah so you already put your path there and 
people don't want to help you out because you've been in jail. And you're a really great person. Yeah. So it's a lot of things when you are homeless and they don't, they don't choose, they, I always say they don't choose to be homeless. And uh, unfortunately, like people always have the idea, oh, you know this guy. And some people, they want to come up, they want to they wanna grow. Mm-hmm. So the only thing is like sometimes you can help them out maybe to tap or maybe initiate something. And the way that you always do, man, you do a lot of great things. You talk to the, any person, you help them out with clothes, you help them out with things and those and with food. And that thing that the guy is blessing you because you're giving your hundred percent pure heart to them. You mm-hmm. don't discriminate. I never see you you do the uh in your and all the years that I know you never see you. Some people, most of the people, they, oh no, I'm a lawyer. Oh, where are you? You always say, hey man, what's up? You know, that smile, that, that, that approach, it's like who make you who you are. And, uh, that, and, and I'm glad I become a friend of you because that demonstrates like, you know, interesting in, in, in certain things. And even sometimes it's not about behavior, it's about teaching. And you teach, hey, don't do this, don't do that because of your own experience. You know, one like, the other person make the mistakes that you used to make. And that's a great environment. So the person who know you, man, is gonna be, is gonna see like in the beginning, wow, I thought he was different. But in his mind, but when they know you, know you, know you completely, say, well, he's a humble guy. And I'm glad to, and I'm glad you mentioned about homeless because uh, it's still out there. COVID-19 is still out there. And I don't know how they live right now, you know, with this virus on the streets, especially in raining, I can't imagine. It's not shelters. Shelters are closed. Oh, wow. No food out there. So, I didn't know that. You know, it's kind of hard. It's super hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, this one gentleman, he uh, delivered on his bike, right? Delivered, like, um, for a restaurant. And he did really well for a really long time. And he had a dispute with his girlfriend he got arrested and so if you have a domestic uh violence arrest then you can't you can't deliver anymore right so delivery almost has nothing to do with you know what i mean you know that one mistake that one situation but now you know he is some he loved doing delivery he was great at it he actually made a lot of money at it and it was on a bike you know what i mean he's he got great exercise. It's fun. But, you know, hopefully there's companies. I think one thing we need is companies that look more into, like, working with people that have had, you know, a problematic past. Like, you know, one of the problems with the law is that, you know, if that person commits the same offense again, then they're, you know, more liable to be in trouble. And they got to be careful who they hire and they got to protect their clients. So it's like finding that balance between making sure everybody's safe, but also, you know, help giving people another chance. Yeah, but the, the, those things that you say right now, it's like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when you say, Jesus say, oh, give one side of your face and get the other one too, right? Mm-hmm. So... And you're always talking about do seven times. Remember what he says, do seven times. Do seven times. Seven times, seven times, seven every day. Yeah, and look, that's Jesus. As we don't do that, 
humans we don't do that yeah. we make a mistake oh i'm not gonna attack them no more yeah oh looking at how she or he become no yeah. no no way no second chances or i don't like what they post i'm blocking you you know <laughs> and it's it's ridiculous you see you, you you have to do a second chances because in the ending in the beginning you were naked you don't have nothing and when you live in this earth you're gonna have nothing either you're gonna live naked too period you're not gonna take no car no house no jewelry nothing you're gonna be dead so what difference make you to don't believe in second, third, fourth, fifth, seven chances to give another people? Because in the end, you don't want to think, you see all those wealthy people, all these poor people, we're not going to think nothing, all the same thing. This COVID-19 is one demonstration about you're rich and poor, you're still going to die. And they don't discriminate. Oh, let me see your money. And COVID-19, oh, you have money, let me go away. Oh, they don't care. Still killing you. So why we don't act as a human beings, as a as a humble person? Like, well, this guy make a mistake. Let's give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's give you another chance to become better. Because you never know. The next person you, they're gonna help you. Maybe he's gonna help you to you. You help enough, and he help you back. And this is the only matter. We make a mistakes. That's it's our living in, in this in this area is like we're making mistakes every single day. Maybe sometimes you don't want to confront or recognize, but every day we make a little or a small or big mistake. We make it every day that we don't see. We don't want to see it. We want to see it. every day is perfection, which is not true. Even the way you eat, you make a mistake. The way you say good morning, you make a mistake. The way you're driving, you make a mistake. You go a speed or maybe you go lower. You never know. Every day you make a mistake, but we don't see that one. We see we are perfect. And we are not perfect. Only Jesus was perfect. But to become that part, it's getting hard to recognize yourself. Look in the mirror. Oh, why do I do this? Everything is perfect except for this guy delivered the food and he was nasty. Why do you say those things? He didn't eat the food. He gave a plastic bag. It's with this way. Things like that. So every day we make a mistake, but we don't see the mistakes in ourselves. And, uh, and we get offended when somebody else told us what was our mistakes. We don't like to hear mistakes. We like to hear compliments. Oh, you're good. And sometimes we make it, most of the time we make mistakes every day, but we don't recognize the mistakes. But as again, yeah, uh, thank you for bringing all those uh, those things that you've been saying because those things will make you the great man you are and make this community much better. People who are out there, uh, I hope they understand our conversation, how it is. And, uh, and thanks for the opportunity to be with you today, John. So let's, let's continue with it, man. Great, great. So I have two things to mention on what you said was. The first one is that um, the way that our minds work in terms of perception is that you could have like so we're we're geared to uh, the way our minds work is to find a problem and resolve it to fix something so you could have a hundred things right and one thing wrong but your focus is going to focus on the one thing wrong to fix it and it, our focus goes off the 99 things that are right and um and so it, it's naturally kind of like leads us to negativity rather than gratefulness 
you know, it, it leads you to emergency or panic or the expression that something's wrong rather than realizing everything and counting everything that's right and, you know, enjoying it. And so it's just natural. It's, it's the way we're, you know, designed and it happens that way. But it's something that I think Jesus is so wonderful about is it reminds you to count your blessings, to be appreciative for things you have and people around you and to value people around you. And that's something that I've learned more and more about and I focus more and more on is valuing people around me. There's a story by Joel Osteen. He said he always thought if he met this like famous minister or famous guy that it could really change his life. He loved this guy. He wanted to know this guy. He wanted, you know, he thought the guy could change the ministry for him. So he, he finally meets a guy on a plane randomly. And he tries to talk to the guy. And the guy looks at him with disgust and is like, don't talk to me. And put on his headphones, right? And um, this was the guy that Joe wanted to meet most in the world, basically. And essentially, that guy had no interest in talking or meeting him or, or discussing with him. And so, if you think about, you know, the people we admire, the people we honor, most of them aren't doing anything for us. You know what I mean? We don't have relationships with most of them. And most of them, you'd think they would change their life, but they really wouldn't. They don't... They don't do anything for you. But if you think of a regular person, like I think of Joel or Joel thinks of me, you know, Joel's there for me if I need anything. He's a good friend. Uh, you know, he brings me joy. We laugh together. And, you know, he's a thousand times more valuable than, uh, you know, a billionaire that, you know, I don't know or that I've never met or an athlete that doesn't know who I am or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people are excited for the NBA to come back or athletics, and I'm like, what are any of those people doing for you? You know what I mean? Like, it's fun to watch a little bit, but what are they doing for you? Are they making you better? Are they making you better at a skill or a job or helping you find freedom or helping your relationship? Most likely, the answer is no. So, you know, just be careful how you, where you invest your time. I try to invest my time in, right now into, you know, scripture, learning more. I invested in the people and I think, you know, the hope is, is that you care and love people that they'll care and love you back. And, um, and also invest into my career and my passions, you know, and what I want to be doing and things that are going to make me successful. So I think that's probably one of the number one things like in America that people could improve on is like, take your time away from entertainment that has no value to you and put it towards you know, what does have value to you. And so, Joel, I had this fight with Joel now that I think about it. I used to fight you about watching these garbage TV shows. Joel had seen every show on every channel. And so now, now Joel, like a year later, he's like, oh, tell me what's on the news. I don't watch the news, right? Before, you were the news master. You knew every show. Now he doesn't know every show because he's engaged in his business because he's trying to be to build a better life and trying to be successful. What do you think, Joel? Do you see a change like I've seen or do you think you're still the same? I change, I still need to be changed. I mean, sometimes it's hard to change the way that you are in, I may say in 45 years, but you can make a change completely different in the way that you approach people and the way that you act. 
and the way that you mind growing, especially when you have a business, you do different prospects or visions. And I appreciate that 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 help that push that you did, and uh, and the things like besides that one, uh, I can see the environment in my house. I mean, even I got confrontations with my kids. Like I never have it with me, living with me twenty four seven. Now I got it twenty four seven, and now yesterday I was talking with my daughter, I was talking with my son, and I can I can tell like. Oh, Papi, did you do this? Did you do that? You got this. You, how you can do it? I say, uh, the, the world, I mean, the world completely will say, I manage. I manage my life to become better. And I cannot do those things without Jesus. I cannot do anything without Jesus or God. Because to me, it's two different people. I can do anything every morning, even the, the raining morning that I, that I did like it. I say, God, thank you for this day. Even I'm mad, so mad for something just come out. Thank you for this day. And whatever is mad or happy, I feel blessing Jesus. And and the things like I see change on me. Even I talked to my girlfriend yesterday. Last, I was talking to her last night almost. And the way I ran, I was over. And she said, "Oh, I remember when I met you. I remember when we talked. And you are a completely different person right now. I didn't even know you." So I said, I usually told her, like, it's what it is. I mean, I mean, or you change your way that you uh, live in to be worse, or you change to the way to be living to get better and become better. And that's what that's, that's the way it is. It's, it's, it's like it's going to be raining every day, especially in Miami right now, but it's going to be a, a lot of sunshine. So that sunshine you have to put in your mind is going to be exciting. It's going to be a different day. And, and I appreciate the, the blessing that I have right now because those blessings, man, I can tell you, these four months living in Kiran Boca, the last week always stress out because bills coming. And I say, sometimes I say, oh, man, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? And you know, you are my witness. Hey, man, we got this money. Oh, really? Boom. Oh, the last one, and this one, this way, oh man, I didn't do this, it was slow, <clears throat> I don't know. The soon, next minute, go increase. So, it, it's a blessing, I, I don't stress out. I, I, I mean, God say, why you stress out? Did I help you these three months? Come on, I'm gonna still helping you. You know, things like that. So he gave me the, he gave me the 100% push to to continue what I was doing. And and thanks to, to that push, I can help them others. Even I, even I, I like to, you know, I use the bus, use the train. I met a lot of people there, even with COVID-19. And I talk to those persons. Uh, it's kind of hard to understand when you got a mask, but they, 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 uh, when I use Uber or Lyft, sometimes I talk to them. Oh, man. Uh, and they understand that the point, how it's making a living. And, 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 and I can say, I see a change different, but I need to improve more than that. I need maybe improve my, the way that I sound, the way that I talk, the way the pronunciation of my words. That's what I right now focus on reading. And I've been reading, I started reading almost three days ago because I don't like to read much. But now I just try to, even my typing, getting better, things like that. Great, yeah. great, great. Yeah, one thing you mentioned, like for me, it's really hard, like, um, 
I rely so much on watching people's mouth movement to understand what they're saying. I don't hear well. And so it's a struggle for me having mask, you know, a mask on and people don't hear me as well, which sucks. But, you know, it's all right. It's for safety. Um, we can. Are you ready to start with the scripture? Yeah, I have it right here. Do you want to pray first? All right, let's pray. Oh, thank you, God, for these wonderful days. Thank you for everything that you given and resending every single day. It's like the lead, the way we live in, the way we eat, the way we have it. Our families close. And also thank you for giving your son to sacrifice for our sins. Besides that one, man, I just want to tell you, uh, you know, one of my friends passed away. Thank you for taking him and his size. And also thank you for bringing your son for all the beautiful gifts we have in this earth. So I left this small prayer in, in Jesus, your son. Amen. 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 Thank you. This great. All right. So we're on John 10, 1. The good shepherd and his sheep. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought, all, brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to kill, steal, kill. Let me repeat. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full or fullest. I am the good shepherd. I, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees a wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is hired a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me, I know the father. I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. The Jews who heard these words were again divided. Many of them said, he is demon possessed and, a rave, and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, these are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Okay, so that's, we ended at uh, John ten twenty one. John ten twenty one. So this is a powerful, very powerful message. What do you think, Joel? 
It's amazing. This super. This this, this is powerful. Paragraph uh, uh, about a recognize the voice of Jesus uh, or the call of God. I mean, say that it's a call. It's like. Uh, it's like we, we compare our, you know, we are the sheep. Compare like uh, it's a me, me. We are that one, right? <laughs> yeah. The owner comes say whatever he sounds, and we I recognize he, uh, the, my, my shepherd is out there, so I go over there. But somebody that are stealing, we maybe look the scene. Maybe he got the same face, but they don't make the same sound, and. He's confusing, and you go with the followers and a regular man. But in the end, then what he tried to say is like, "Listen, you, you, uh, the, the the ships can recognize the voice of the man. So we can recognize because the ships they don't think, they don't see, they only go by the voice. So it's like yes, maybe we see a lot of gods outside, like the way. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that for you. Come, come." But in the end, it's like you say, like they're stealing. I mean, the, the liars and and they destroy. So it's a, it's, it's 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 powerful because you know your heart knows when it is true. Because God, Jesus is gonna tell you, hey "Amen, come come with me and and get this knife and kill that dude." He will tell you that. Uh, he will tell you, "Love that dude." So it, it's. You can recognize him as a human. We are more smart than chips. But unfortunately, we always get into the game of the devil because the devil plays you so good, so good that you just get blind. And when you're blind, you don't know where to go. It's like uh, an example. Uh, a beautiful woman comes uh, uh, to you, all right? And you are single. You just get, wow. And she is. Oh, baby, I love you, this and that, let's get married. And she took everything you have away. But the most important, she took away your soul. Because in the end, you recognize I was loose. You took everything for me. I hate God. No, you hate your way because you was blind. You know what's pure heart. So when you recognize God later, I say, oh, let him take it. I don't need it. I already have God. So, you know, it's, 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 it's like that. I mean, uh, it's... We have to recognize his voice. His voice is called. He always knocking our door twenty four seven. The out, the door is out there. He say, "Hey man, wake up! Hey, wake up! Wake up! Wake up! We are here, man! Come on, come on!" And we don't open the door. We just close the door. Oh man, again this guy. Oh no, tomorrow, tomorrow. Why? Because we are lazy. We don't want to hear about it. Oh, it's like the Jehovah Witness or the Mormons knocking the door. I mean. As again, and admire them because to wake up in the morning, all right, and ask somebody's door to tell you about God love you, it's kind of hard because always, oh, they slam the door. But what, what caused you to to listen just one word of meaning? Maybe they will tell you about his religious belief, but they will tell you the, the beginning, hey, Jesus love you, or God love you. You know, as I say, I don't matter what congregation it is. I guess all we try to go the same, you know, we try to go to God, we try to go close to Jesus. But at least they're talking about Jesus. All right? They're not talking about racist profiles, they're not talking about more, they're, they're talking about give your life to you, give your soul to God. So regardless, that's the thing that's matter. We need to know uh, 
God or Jesus called, you know, because Paul, God is knocking your door every single day. And we don't, we are so blind and want to listen. We recognize the voice because when you recognize the voice of Jesus and God, it's like when you met the first, your first girlfriend, you got, you know, like butterflies on the stomach. Like, oh my God, I love her. Oh, she's so cute. She's good. It's like that. Jesus is like the same way. You have butterflies, you got whatever you call it, like, you want to give it your 100%. You're going to say, no, this is possible. Oh, Jesus, I love you so much. When you got that desire, when you got that mouth, when you got the, the, the open mind saying, thank you, man. You do this for me. I appreciate that. You, it's like you win the lotto, you win a car, you win everything. You are still alive. Your cancer is defeat. Things like that. You want to say, you want to scream to the world. Or maybe when the day that your kid's born, you want to say, oh, my God, I'm the father. Things like that. They make you, they make you so excited that when you find the, the voice of God over there and say, it's gonna be singing every single day of your living. And that is something we can make it. But unfortunately, we always live in denial. And it's not impossible. They don't cost you anything. They only take from you as a minute to recognize this with you. That's it. Do you know how to pay them? Do you know how to ask permission for them? You can go anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, even space, and you just say, God, I'm here in the space in this uh, NASA aircraft, and I'm still loving you. You are in, in, in America, but you went to India, you, you went to Thailand, you went to Peru, Colombia. God, I'm still loving you, no matter what language. He's still there in every single place. But we don't want to see him. We always we we just share with this and all with this. But instead to hear with this and say, oh, he's here, you know. That's that's part of our living, John. That's just what we do every day. Yes, we want to hear the good, we don't want to hear the bad. And unfortunately, it's like when you heard the word Jesus, we're gonna take that that that, that word like oh, oh why he say that, why he do that. Oh no, I don't believe that. No, no, this is not true. So we do, and our oh, besides he, I don't see him, I don't know him. So everything we do, instead to be uh, with him, we do against him. So it's what we are, it's we humans. But I hope people over uh, over there and they listen to us, this understand how Jesus works. Jesus is knocking your door every single day. The only thing you need to do is open the door and say, Jesus, I'm here, welcome to my house, welcome to my heart, welcome to anything that you want to give me because you are the one who provide me happiness. I don't need this happiness on earth. I need the happiness when I go up there with you. Just think like that, man. How about you, Joe? Yeah, so those are great points and there's just so much to this. Uh, we're going to have to break it down individually, but the thing that it makes me think about, just overview is <clears throat> I'm a business owner. And this is for anybody that wants to be a business owner that hasn't been, but if you have a business, you'll work day and night for that business. You do everything you can for it. And that's your, it's like your baby. But if you hire somebody, they're not going to see it the same way you are. They're going to work the hours that you pay them, a maximum of 40 hours, and that'll be it. They're not going to sacrifice for it. They're not going to think about it at home at night. They're not going to make it their life because it's not theirs. And um, I just see this analogy. I mean, I think this 
that God makes such amazing analogies here. And I'm trying to learn all the lessons from it, as many as I can. But that's kind of the, the way that I think about it is I, you know, I think about it that um, obviously, like you said, God is love. And so here, Jesus is saying that he's, people follow him because he sacrificed for them. Other, he's like, if you believe in other sects, they're not going to sacrifice for you like I sacrificed for you. Like, Jesus says a good shepherd will fight the wolf and make the wolf go away, which represents the devil. But other people won't. And he says, like Joel said, Joel said that we recognize Jesus when he calls and we won't recognize other people. Like, it's going to make sense. It's going to trigger within you when he speaks to you. But other people, it won't trigger within you. You won't feel it. Um, he describes the, the devil, that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. <clears throat> and so we think about sin. And what does sin do? I think sin is a departure from like what, what God has in our best interest. And I think what it does is it leads to loss, death, and destruction. Um, you know, you gave a couple good examples, and that's great. And Jesus also says, he says, I'm the gate and I'm the good shepherd. And the gate, I believe, is... It's Jesus is a... It's like a best friend, but also he's he's the gate to a better life and to heaven as well, right? So there's like multiple ways to look at it as him as a gate. But number one, he's a door to heaven. And number two, he's a door to like a better life, a more fulfilling life. Um, and he says it as well. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So we can be present, but not be full of life. And so what I want and what I want to I want to be full of life and I want everyone around me like I, my hope for everybody is that you're full of life. Like if I could wish anybody anything in this world, I hope you're full of life. I don't wish that you have billions of dollars. I don't wish that even if you're in bad health, health, I, I wish that you're full of life. And so I think that's, um, you know, that's what that's Jesus's nature. That's what he came for. That's what he's here for. So that you will be, so that you may have life and have it to the full. So, you know, I just find that so amazing. Uh, there's so much more. Um, and I'll, I'll go kind of like sentence by sentence, but is there any reaction you have to that, Joel, or anything else you want to add from that before we start back from nope. the beginning? All right, so. Nope, everything, everything we say is there. So he starts in the beginning, very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter, enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. So what do you think that means? Yeah, that's, 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 uh, because, um, to enter to the, to the door of heaven, I believe is, uh, is we, ha I believe as a, uh, a personal opinion is that we had to live in certain path. I mean, no, had, we had to live in the good way. We had to just understand it's a door there. And the door means like God is over the door, all right? And he is like, this is the, this is the house, all the sheep are the out there. And you know, the, the shepherd always opens the door to let the cheese come out, right? 
So it's always a door. Even it's a house in heaven, it's a door. And the door, when he got open to you, when Jesus is opening the door to you, you recognize that door, he's out there. But uh, the devil is like the, 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 the thief. They go, they don't go for the door because maybe they don't have the, the keys. They go by the window or they go by the roof. So no matter what, they get inside and take those, uh, take us a different way. So that's the situation we had to, we had to see, you know, it's like, uh, uh, the the owner opened the own gate, which is God and Jesus. But unfortunately, the thief, the devil, tried to see many doors. Oh, you don't have to go for that door, man. That door is big. That door, no, you go for the other door. Man. The other door is, is a small one. Or oh, the window. The window. You can go to the window. I and mean, look at what I offer you. So, and maybe it's easy because maybe you are close to that window. Most of the time, we're close to the window. Oh, yes. I don't have to go down there. And use the big door to go open that. No, no, no. I prefer to go to the window. And we jumped to the window. And we fell for it. And and that, that's the thing. It's, it's exactly the same match as he tried to give it to us. It's, it's, the, 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 it's, it's, two, it's two ways, two, two paths. It's one small path and one big path. We try to choose the longest, the longest path. And we try, we try to choose the small path. Oh, uh, I got a test tomorrow. Uh, let me see. You got the answers? Let me see the answers. So we choose the small part, the answers. Oh, okay, you're cheating. But you never choose the big one. You never choose the long, the long pattern, which is hard. You work so hard to earn those things. You study every night. You, 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 you look for answers they don't ever have. It. So it's the same thing. We try to choose the easy way. What's easy to accomplish all those things? Here's an example. To become a business owner, it's no easy. To have a business, it's not easy. But sometimes we just uh, we just have to we just have to understand how this thing works and, and, and continue with the path without damage another person, damage a, 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 another. How uh, can say like uh, your family? It's yourself first. So the same situation we 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 with this uh, uh, the good shepherd. You know, we have to recognize as a sheep, we are, we have to recognize our shepherd. And it's only one shepherd. And we know the sounds of our shepherd. So this door right here, you need to recognize that door is only one way. To go in, to go out. It's no more. But forget about the windows, forget about the ceiling, forget about anything. Just use that door. You know what I mean? Yes, those are great points. Like, really great analogy that I would never be able to come up with so thank you that's really great and so he says the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep you mentioned that the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out when he has brought out all of his own he goes ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice but they will not follow a stranger in fact they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice so Jesus used this figure of speech because the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. So what's he telling the Pharisees that essentially they're running away from him because they don't No, that's not what it is. What do you think his point is to the Pharisees? Okay. Uh, they say uh, 
They will not follow because a stranger. They'll run away from a stranger because they don't recognize a stranger's voice. Yeah, because that's the same thing. I mean, some uh, most of us will recognize who is Jesus, and we wanna we wanna follow him. Oh, this, basically, this 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 paragraph is talking about people, the, the already people who know Jesus, right? People who already are in with Jesus, already know who his voice, his gifts, his miracles. So what happens like? Uh, so what happens like? Uh, uh, those people. Oh, 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 I don't want to say Christians. Everyone who believe in God, right? Uh, recognize the voice of, of his own father, which is our Lord, our God, nobody else. But what happens, like, the devil try to submit many different ways, tempting them, like, listen, you adore God every day. He, you say he loves you every day. And look at you, you're sick. Look at you, you have a disease, you're going to die soon. Oh, look at your your mom or your son have an accident or yes uh, or yes uh looking you guys used to have a house now you don't have nothing so what is your jesus what is your god so they always they will try to put you in the situation like oh it's true man i worked so hard for this he blessed me one he blessed me twice but now he took everything away from me and why i did nothing to him and one of the devil the devil say to you hate him Forget about him. Come with me. I got ways to solution those things for you right away. I will make you have next day right away. So we choose that path. Even you are a really truly Christian, I mean truly person who believe in Jesus and God, we choose the faster path to to say, oh man, yeah, God, he do me those things and he took me away. Maybe I go uh, I better go with the other guy. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's this implying life. Yeah, those are great points. Uh, those are super good points. And I think it's talking about also is like that we'll recognize Jesus, we'll recognize his voice, which I kind of struggle to really understand that. But, you know, I think it is what it is. I think that's the point, one of his points that he's trying to make. And so he says, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to him. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. And that's real powerful. So all before Jesus were thieves and robbers. Everyone before Jesus. He's the only one. And he says, all who come through my gate, who come through me will be saved. And that's like the spiritual part of it. The spiritual promise that to reach God, you need to come through Jesus. And if you don't come through Jesus, well, let me see. Ah, he doesn't say that. Never mind. And then he says, they will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have full in it. I am the good shepherd. The shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And the hired hand is not the shepherd and does not lay it down his life. So we went over that, you know, like, um, and I think it's so amazing that Jesus is like predicting his own death. He's not saying they killed me, I laid down my life, and I'll rise again. And so he's uh, telling them about the future resurrection. Um, the hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and run away, runs away. Then the wolf attacks on the, flocks, the flock and scatters it. 
The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing about the sheep. And so what he's saying, Jesus is saying is like he loves everybody and that he cares. And that's why he protects us. And that's why he steps in for us and why he does the things for us that he does. I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father. I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. And I think that's why we're here, right? There's other people out there. There's other sheep. And Jesus says he'll call them, right? And I think we can be his tool and we can work on his behalf and help help to call people to Jesus. What do you think about that? Yeah, he basically he's talking about, that's too clearly to me, he's talking about like, uh, uh, I have all the sheep, which is us. I mean, we're the sheep, all right? It's put, it, let's put it this way. It's, I guess I believe it's too tired of sheep. One sheep is about the true, the truly, truly, truly follower of Jesus 24 7. And you got the other ones, which is maybe us or maybe people who don't, uh, people who don't believe in the Bible, don't believe in Jesus. All right? So what happens, like, he just say, like, I have a sheep. I got. Uh, he said right here, uh, let me see what it was. He said like, I have other sheep that are not of, of this sheep fam. You know, it's like, it's like he got mixed match of sheep and he wanna get it all. He wanna help, he wanna have the whole entire sheep. Yeah. So which means like, he don't discriminate no one. Yeah. All right? Yeah. He is, he is one to get everybody and the sin circle and telling, listen, everybody is a sin. It's what happened in our life. It's like we have a like black, white, Chinese, our colors, right? And they say, there's a metal. We bleed the sin. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you cut it, you're going to be red. So it's the same thing with the shit. No matter what shit's coming, it's going to be the same thing. So it's how, it's how we're going to go with it. It's how we're going to act. Because even as the true, I mean, even you're a shit, you're gonna recognize his voice, as I always say. So he wanna get an oil to understand how he helping us because he say like, when I got my shit, I'm gonna feed them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna how to maintain you, I'm gonna give you things uh, that, that you never have, like the, the, the joy. But the devil is gonna, is gonna thief, is gonna, is going to kill you, is gonna do the wrong things. So it's part of that, you know, it's like, uh, we are the sheep, we need a good shepherd, we need a good shepherd is, God, is Jesus. Um, we just need to uh, follow him, regardless the issue or circumstances we have out there. No matter how bad is your day, no matter if you lose your great friend, or you lose a family member, or, or, or you are sick, all those things, you need to recognize Jesus is there and God is there for you. Don't, 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 don't do the other way. He doing that. He got faith. Basically, all these things is about faith, and it's about recognize his voice. Because if you don't have a faith in you and God, you're not gonna work. Because faith make you believe, make you believe, make you be stronger, and make you stronger, make the communication relationship with Jesus better. And that's something we can have for free. We got the free will, we got free to choose, 
but we don't do that. We don't listen to them. We just want to get the sheep get out. Sometimes it's like you may have it for a hundred sheep, you may have it like they, they call it the black sheep, right? Oh, the black sheep is trying to go away. Maybe he wanna go, you wanna be the black sheep. I don't wanna listen to him. I don't wanna listen to them. I just wanna get open the door and get out. That's it. But that is when Jesus said, No, you're gonna be in my pain. You wanna be here with me. You need to just listen to me. That's what we are. How about you? And so he continues, and this part's real important. He says, I have other sheep that are not of this pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. So you said that the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. So that's important is like he's willing to sacrifice. He loves his sheep, and that's why the father loves him. So the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. And then the Jews heard and they were divided in what they thought about him. You know, some agreed, some disagreed. That's the same story over and over. So that's it. That's all we have on the scripture today. Anything you want to add? Uh, yes. Uh, remember, we are the ships. Remember <laughs> The door is right there. It's only one door you can get in, you can get out. It's no windows, it's no ceiling, it's no roof. Uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, try to, for the people out there, yes, try to understand whatever you want to achieve in life is not easy. It's going to be a lot of challenge days that you're going to feel terrible. You're going to feel mad. You're going to feel disgrace. And grateful, but when you put yourself or you surrender yourself to God, those days is gonna go away. It's gonna be raining days, and it's gonna be sunshine days. When you reach, when you understand what God made the rain, what God made the sun, you need to understand it's like living. You comply those things on living, like. Why I had to do this? Why this happened to me? But, oh, God, thank you so much, Joy. Because it's you come here to earth to make, to earn your own experience, to earn from your mistakes, to earn one, to put the money too, because in the, in the society here, we need money. All right? But I, 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 I've been teaching something from my kids that they're talking about money is not everything. But it helped me 99.9. Yes, it helped you out a lot. It's not 99. <laughs> you exaggerate one thing, so much. One thing I know is like when Jesus and the all the chapter never talking about money. He's talking about your faith, how you be real in this life. Even, even, even that I, I remember this. this this message is talking about you see the old language even ever that bad man i tell you you're gonna see the difference in yourself i gotta i can i can bet my life you i guarantee you you're gonna see the difference you're gonna see the the blindness that you have in your eyes it's like you're like this maybe I'm like this i see it but i don't see what people said but when you go you're gonna open everything and when you see clearly it's like song. I just wanna see clearly. You know what I'm saying? Okay, mm -hmm. it's gonna be like that. 
So, okay, I just want to say those things. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you, John, for this wonderful Sunday. And I hope this weekend is going to be grateful for you, like everybody else out there. Um, and also, yes, uh, uh, my friend, have a rest in peace that's again. And that's it, man. That's it. That's it for me. Yeah, I think um, those are good examples you have. Um, yeah, the interesting thing about money, right, is that money is controlled by God, right? So essentially it's just a tool, but, you know, God's going to control whether you have it, whether you don't have it. And we can also worship with our money, right? We can help people. We can give to the poor. We can do good things. We can also do bad things with money. We can use it to manipulate. We can use it to control. We can use it to take other people's lives. And so, um, there's definitely power in money, but you know that power is always controlled by God and by Jesus as well. And um, you have a power to do good and you have a power to do bad and you make your own choices, you know. So, but... I just find it interesting. Uh, you made amazing points today, Joel. I learned a lot from you. Thanks a lot. You're incredible. And um, that's all I have. If you can pray us out, we'll look forward to seeing you guys next time. All right. That's great, man. That's great. See you next Sunday. Are you going to pray? No, you're going to pray now. I'm praying now? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. All right. Dear God, uh, thank you for bringing us together. Please let this message go far and wide and give us the strength to help others and to be your your legs and your mouth and your wisdom and your brain so that we can be like you, so that we can portray you, and so we can educate others and help others in the way that you best see fit. Please bless us. Please give us abundance so we can bless others. And please give us generational wealth. And please allow us to enjoy, to really enjoy talking about you. There's no time that I feel more full of life than when I'm in church discussing God and going over the scripture. And so for that, we give thanks. Um, may we have success this week. Maybe we learn from our failures. May our failures be used to increase, increase us and guide us. May our failures be used like the rain to grow us and make us stronger and better and to increase our capacity. May our capacity be increased in every way that we can think of to be stronger, to love more, to help more, to earn more, to do better, to have more energy, to be stronger, to look better. And in any aspect that that's going to help us lead a more full life. And we know that's what you bring to us, Jesus. That's why, you know, one of the reasons why we love you so much. And so thank you for that. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you next time. <laughs> All right, buddy. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.